0: I feel like I know you. I've been watching you forever. Well, there's something special about you, Arthur, I could tell. But you don't listen. <laughs> I'm just trying to make him smile. You're just smile. Joker. Rated R.
1: Hello everyone, this is Rico and this is Traxin Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. Yes, I am here this week. I was going to do a guest cast or a rerun, but there's too much cool stuff coming out of New York Comic Con, including some Star Trek trailers. Oh my gosh, we got to talk about that. So um, it's going to be kind of a different kind of a show today. I'm going to talk about those trailers and... And I'm going to do um, a little report later because uh, I'm going later on today to see that Joker movie, which you just heard a little mini TV spot for. I'll, I'll talk more about that in a couple of minutes, but this is a show 745. It is October 6, 2019. Let's do this. I'm Captain Kirk.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games? We are the in black.
1: I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose.
0: Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. Of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, Jedi's strength flows from the Force, but beware of the dark side. Iron oh, Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's a gold titanium alloy. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.
1: This is Reach call, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. All right, again, welcome to the show, everyone. trying to adjust my volumes here. I uh, changed my mixer setup a little bit. I think I'm a little low, but we will move on. So how is everyone doing? Yeah, I wasn't going to do a show this week. It was going to be a guest cast or a rerun or maybe a skip week um because i I did a fall show last week and i try to do a show kind of every other week these days but sometimes that changes and uh there's the big new york comic con uh going on this weekend obviously in new york and it is the east coast version of san diego comic con to a degree i i would like to go to it sometime just to see how the two two compare to each other but just mostly because it's uh well it's a little closer actually for me and uh uh, maybe it'd be uh, be fun to, to check it out. So uh, I'm sure it would. The, um, so but the again, what I said earlier, the reason I, I decided to end up doing a show this week is I, I got to talk about these trailers that came out. And I also I want to give you a, sort of a mini uh, review um, post seeing the Joker. So this podcast gonna be kind of split in two parts. I'm gonna go to see The Joker later today. It's Sunday morning, the 6th of October going to see it at one o'clock. I think it's about a two-hour, a little more than two-hour movie. So right after that, I'm going to actually try to record, I think, in the car, um, kind of immediately after the movie, my reaction. So uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, that movie is getting, you know, kind of a lot of weird controversy and press. There's Oh, I don't know. Lynn, my wife, was t- telling me about some theater in California that shut down some showings because there were some threats made. I, you know, I, it's a movie, folks. It, it, he's not real. He's a fictional character from comics they've made into a movie. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he's he's a nutcase, psychotic, um, a killer, um, all those things. And uh, I'm, I'm, I was kind of mixed, actually, on seeing this movie because... I don't listen, you know, I, I like to go to see things and make up my own mind, but I'm a big comic book fan, and, but the movie just doesn't look like a fun time <laughs> at the movies, and Joby, one of my friends on the, on the Tricks and Sci-Fi group, he already saw it, and, uh, on, on the Facebook group, he put a little post up, and, you know, I remember one of his comments was something like, you don't leave this movie feeling good, uh, but, uh, you know, I, it's a movie, and I can kind of, I, I think compartmentalize that, and, uh, but the the thing that I've been having a, a trouble with in this movie is I, I feel like there's a yin yang with the Joker and Batman. and unless he has like a good adversary, I, I don't if it's just showing his his slow or you know whatever his, his his origin and his move to being a criminal and insane and killing people, is that really a movie on its own? I, I don't know origin stories even when they do hero origins or even villain origins there's still got to be a kind of an opposite to that or a uh something I I don't know I I just uh I I'm a bit mixed on it and I'm trying to keep an open mind but the other part of it is the I I generally I I like movies that are I'm not going to say I like movies that are feel-good movies I can handle a movie that's you know, got some bad things in it, and so forth and so on. But it needs to mean something, right? At the end of it all, so we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll keep an open mind. I mean, Joaquin—is that how you say his name? Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Didn't he retire from acting like five years ago? Uh, Yeah, he, he's—he. I feel like the guy's a little uh, somewhat off kilter in in real life too. You know, he's—he's. He's, uh, but you know, he is a good actor. I, I've seen him in some things. Uh, and I've enjoyed it. I really like that movie from a few years ago with the AI thing, um, called Her, that I think it's called Her that he did, um, with Scarlett Johansson playing this little AI thing that he, that he kind of more or less sort of listens to in his ear. It's a, it's, um, it's like the ultimate, um, you know, self helper. I don't, I don't want to say that Amazon word because I have one of those right next to me and she'll just ask me what I want. But, you know, it starts with an A, um, and, um, so uh, that was a good movie. He, he was good in that. So I, I'm, I think I'm sure he's he's doing a good job. I, I mean, everybody's saying the performance is amazing. So of course it's, that's expected. But um, is that does a good performance and a crazy guy uh, make a movie? I don't know. We'll see if I change my tune after I see it. I was texting uh, with Chris the other day, and uh, you know I love the uh, the Heath Ledger uh, Joker character from the the second of the Dark Knight uh, movies, uh, and. But I, I was saying something to Chris. I said, would we have wanted a Heath Ledger Joker origin movie? I, I I don't know. I don't really... I didn't really... Wouldn't have really wanted that. And he was a great Joker. Amazing Joker, in my opinion. Super scary. Super believable. Um, but, um, but anyway, uh, so enough about that. So let's get to uh, talking about these uh, trailer things from uh, Comic-Con. This, again, is probably going to be a little bit of a briefer, shorter podcast. I've got about three or so of these that I want to talk about. Um well they did one for let, let's just run down the, the list. We have a Star Trek Discovery season three teaser trailer, which I think is the first one I'm gonna look at. This is the first time we've really gotten a look at season three, which they're filming now for Discovery. Uh, and yeah, looks good. Uh it, oh I should I should already warn people there's spoilers you know in my discussion and in the trailer. About this, uh, so if you haven't watched seasons uh, up through season two of Discovery, well, you know it's on you. <laughs> um, the uh, of course the biggie, probably even more than this, because it's coming sooner, is Picard with um, Patrick Stewart Sir Patrick Stewart back as Captain or Admiral Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, everybody's been really excited for this. You know, it was announced more than a year ago. Uh, San Diego Comic Con had a had a trailer for it. There's a bigger trailer that I'll play for you here uh, for um, Picard season one. I think it's officially got season three seasons already in in you know confirmed of a, of ten episodes each. No word on Discovery. I don't think yet of how many episodes, but I'm assuming it's going to fall into the same amount that they've done before. You know, 14, 15, something like that. Um, so. And then uh, there was a lost in space season two trailer, kind of out of the blue for Netflix. you know, there was there's been a lot of talk. I mean, I really enjoyed season one. Uh, and there was this uh, talk of, well, maybe it wasn't gonna get a season two, but it looks like it did get a season two, and it looks really good. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And uh, and then the uh, short treks are coming back starting this week actually later this week. And I think I think there might be a little trailer for that. I gotta double check. Uh, They've already shown a little bit of a trailer for that, I think, before at Comic-Con 2. So let us get rolling here right into it. And uh, let me play the—it's a pretty short one. It's only one minute and like 10 seconds. Let me play the Season 3 New York Comic-Con teaser trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 3 from CBS All Access.
0: I've spent a year searching— for that domino that tipped over and started all of this. You believe in ghosts. What does that mean? That badge on your shirt. I watch this office every day, believing that my hope was not in vain. And that hope is you, Commander (laughs) Burnham. There's the name discovery She has carried us into the future And it will be our privilege To make that future bright. Let's see how this plays out, shall we? Where will you go? Wherever the answers are
1: right, so there you go. Star Trek uh, Discovery Season 3 looks very exciting. You know, I I have to say that this show, while there are times where I'm a little disappointed that we're not getting like kind of like a Star Trek TOS or Star Trek TNG, like exploring strange new worlds, going to new planets and and that kind of a show. I mean, Season 1 wasn't like that. Season 2 really wasn't like that. Uh, They kind of have uh, these arcs that they're doing. And but I'm still OK with it. I mean, it's it's Star Trek, of course, but I, I'm not giving it a pass because of that. But it, it's just so interesting. And of course, this uh, season three thing is probably me may, maybe almost to me the most interesting because they're way in the future. Almost a thousand years, like nine hundred and thirty. I, I don't know why it wasn't just a thousand, but whatever. They're 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 way in the future. They got um, they had to go to the future. Things happened in season two. I won't spoil it too much, but there was a reason. Um, and, uh, again, I already gave a spoiler warning, but, uh, so they're, they're all in the future. It looks like Burnham is separated from the rest of the crew and, and, the, and the ship to begin with, uh, based on this, um, teaser and, uh, which, which is fine. There's a new character called a uh, Booker. I think that's his name, Charles Booker, uh, that you hear her, her talking to in the, in the trailer and you see a little bit of discovery. You see some, uh, what look like recognizable aliens, some Andorians, uh, and uh, you look like somebody's basically still trying to keep the Federation alive uh, or at least the dream and the hope. So it, it it gives me the impression. my first impression of this is that the Federation is sort of like dwindled or gone away and that maybe what's gonna happen here is that that with Discovery coming to the future, maybe they're gonna create like a, a new version of it or they're gonna re- reignite kind of the, the Federation in the future. That's a cool concept. I like that idea. I can get behind that. Um, we had that one, a short trek last year called, uh, what was it called, Calypso, I think, that that teased us a little bit with this. The, the um, spoiler for that, uh, that I'm gonna say, but. Uh, basically it was about a guy who found himself on discovery in the future, but the ship was empty and uh, that was a very intriguing idea and thing. And, uh, there are these new short treks that are going to come this, um, the, the next few months, uh, one a month, basically, uh, this month, November, December, and then January. They're kind of s- sprinkling them out, uh, as we get to Picard, which will be starting on January 23rd, it was announced. What day of the week is January 23rd? I'll have to ask my uh, my little uh, assistant, my Amazon assistant over here in a second, because uh, let's see, the show was on Thursday nights, right? I think. So we'll we'll see if that's uh, still the case. I don't know. I don't know what day of the week that is. Our, or Sorry, Discovery was, but Picard might not be. Um, so, uh, but yeah, this teaser for uh, Discovery Season 3 looks great. I'm excited. I think it's a cool idea to go way in the future like that. Uh, they've done that they teased that a little bit or did a little bit of that in enterprise but they've never really done that and they've gone obviously far enough in the future that whatever happens there I don't think you really need to worry too much about making connections to the past there, there's probably not too much of a chance of them messing up the continuity I think um so they're, they're pretty safe doing that I like this idea Uh, For one, you know, one of the one of the things I didn't really like when Discovery was first announced, I I wasn't I don't think I think most people felt the same or similar doing another prequel series uh, that, you know, even if it was just maybe 10 or so years before Kirk and all that um, was was just, again, seems to be like, is that really what you want to do? One of the complaints is always these shows always look look more modern. So when you want to make them in the future, like post you know, post Voyager, you know, post the other Trek series uh, that they've done. So, uh, but um, hey, we're getting Picard, which is a post thing, 30, 25, 30 years post the movies and any of the other series that we've seen. So let's get into talking about Picard uh, with Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart back (laughs) as Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, this this is I think an incredible uh, idea, achievement. Uh, I, I, I think every Star Trek fan and geek nerd is, is super excited for this. For, for one, you know, when the movies kind of faded away and we went into the JJ Abrams um, movies, then um, the idea of doing TNG movies anymore was kind of kind of went away. Uh, and then but now hey, we're getting probably even better than that. And we're going to get a series. We're going to get a series that's going to take us uh, and, and we'll learn a little bit about what happened, obviously, with Picard, but maybe some of the other crew as well and cast and, and so forth. So uh, this is um, this is a great trailer, I feel. Uh, I think it, we get a lot of info in it and uh, I'm super excited. This one's about almost three minutes, two minutes, 40 Two minutes forty-seven seconds, uh, and you probably have all seen it. I was almost gonna do a little video cast for this, but I don't really have time today, with going to the movies and I gotta cut my grass and other stuff. So, uh, but um, here is the Star Trek: Picard New York Comic Con uh, CBS All Access trailer for uh, the series. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you like to finish it, Captain? I don't know how. That is not true, sir. Oh, it's all right, number one. I came here to find safety. But one is never safe from the past. Please, sir. Someone's after me. I have an appointment. Your name, please, sir. Picard. P-I-C-A-R-D. It's nice to see you up and around again. We have an obligation to investigate. There is no we, Jean-Luc. Admiral, I am standing up for the Federation for what it should still represent. This is no longer your house, Jean-Luc. Go home. I have to help her you really want to go back out into the cold? More than ever. I have a plan. Another top secret unauthorized rescue Another mission. Month. This is everything that ever mattered to me. I'm going with you. I need your skill and your courage. The past is written. <gasps> but we are left to write the future. Hold on. Was sent for a reason. I'll get the information we need. I help people who have no one else to help them.
1: Dad! What? Come
0: out here! Stop yelling! It's y'all, look the car! Hello, Will. Thank you for not trying to talk me out of all this. <laughs> Believe me, I know better.
1: <laughs> all right, there we go uh, with um, the season one or uh, whatever. I guess season one, yeah. <laughs> Star Trek Picard. Is it Star Trek Picard or just Picard? I think it's just Picard the series is called. Um Uh, Trailer from New York Comic Con looks amazing. It just showed us a ton. Of course, we get to see a lot of the different characters. Uh, We get to see sort of an idea of maybe the story, and of course, the biggie. We get to see we get to see two number ones. Uh, Picard's dog is he calls number one, and we get to see uh, William William T Riker, the real number one. Uh, And uh, man, that scene where where the, you hear, it sounds like his daughter calling out, dad, dad. And it's like, stop shouting. <laughs> and he's in there cooking in an apron. And, uh, and then, you know, when, when, when Jean-Luc shows up and, and gives Troy a hug, I mean, oh my gosh, all the feels as they say, right. As all the, it, it's just, uh, crazy. And then we see a little bit more of seven of nine, um, who's, who seems to be this like crazy mercenary these days everybody's you, you, you know that's what happens i feel like when you're uh, <laughs> when you're in starfleet it, it happened in the original uh, movies you know the 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 original enterprise crew became sort of renegades at the end and, and the uh and now the tng crew is kind of following a similar path at least picard is and uh you see a little bit of data at the beginning and it, it's been um it's been pretty well reported that the all of them are going to be in this series who knows how much? May not be very much. Um, I, I'm hoping and thinking we're going to see maybe one or two others. I would love if we saw Warf. I think that would be cool. As uh, although I talked to, I saw Michael Dorn uh, and I spoke to him briefly. He was a, there was a Michigan Comic Con in August here, and he he said at least uh, I, he's not going to be in season one. So I, I would hope that we would see him at some point. He's um, certainly uh, I think would be great to, to see Warf again and you know maybe we'll see Jordy, perhaps uh or who knows who else but uh I'm wondering if we're going to see maybe Janeway or something because of Seven of Nine being in this but uh maybe not I, you know you got to be careful with like having too many cameos it becomes a little bit weird because unless they're they're part of the story it looks like Data is definitely a part of the story um uh, I have a feeling that Riker and, and Troy are just kind of gonna pop in or whatever but uh Uh, Yeah, looks great. I I mean, the the production of it looks fantastic. We see a lot of different things, too. There's an old-style Romulan bird of prey, um, and uh, there's been this talk that, Maybe there are something like a ship's graveyard that they're in or go to. Maybe that's how they get their ship. Uh, I like the the look of the younger cast. the The rumor going around, you know th- this is the same thing with like Ray in Star Wars. you know, the rumor going around is this girl that comes for to to Picard for help is 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 possibly his daughter. I, I'm like, really? I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, do these people not like know who if they have kids or not? I I mean that that you can only take that little idea to, you know so many ways like oh Vader he had twins yes Obi-Wan was wise to hide them from me you know but uh I I mean do people have a lot of kids running around that they don't know about I I just it, it that just seems silly and Picard doesn't obviously seem to know her at all the the impression from the first trailer uh you know that most people were getting um that came out during San Diego was that um she was related more to data, uh, you know, had some connection to data, perhaps. Uh, but but who knows? Uh, it, we'll, we'll find out. Um, so, OK, uh, so those are the two Trek trailers that I was going to show you. I don't know. I'll, I still got to look to see if there's one for um, the uh, short Treks. Uh, but let's uh, let's roll right into and I want to stop it pretty soon on the podcast podcast because, uh, I got to get a few things done before I go see, um, the Joker movie later. Uh, but, uh, let's play this Lost in Space season two. Now I really, like I said, enjoyed Lost in Space season one. Oh, by the way, last thing is I may have already said, I think I did, uh, Picard starts on January 23rd. Yeah, I know I said that cause we were talking about what day of the week it was. Sorry. I had a little delay between that trailer and, uh, and talking about it. Uh, we had some visitors here at the house, so, uh, had a little half hour or so out of away from the podcast and, uh, but uh, yeah, so season um, season one of Picard, January 23rd, and season two of uh, Lost in Space on Netflix all drops on uh, Christmas Eve on December 24th. So boy, we've got something to watch over the holidays, that's for sure. Uh, and here is, and that's good, it's good timing because people have time off, but also in during the holidays, there's not usually a lot of new regular content for TV, so that'll be a good good time. And I I did enjoy season one. So here is uh, the season two trailer for Lost in Space.
0: I know he's out there somewhere. I'm not going without him. How would we even know where to look for the robot? It's not like he left you a map break crumbs to follow Maybe he did Maybe they're out there Hey Robinsons, ready to go through the looking glass? I'm gonna find Tim.
1: Alright, so there is the, the season two trailer for lost in space on Netflix uh yeah this is a great show uh it's it's a show too that I think families can watch it's it's not super um you know violent or I you know it's a little scary at times I guess uh, I think certainly uh you know 11 12 year olds and up should be fine maybe even younger uh, it all depends on your kids always use your your judgment check it out ahead of time but so that I like. And, you know, I was always a huge fan of the original uh, Lost in Space series. And this updated version of it, I think, is is really interesting. Love the cast. Great cast. You know, a lot of the shows that I enjoy the most have, have casts that I, I just... I'm, I'm always blown away and amazed at the the actors these days. And, and this has got a lot of younger actors, uh, especially the boy who plays Will. Um, and uh, it was a bit of a, 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 a space between this and season one. Although I, I watched season one, took longer, so it's not, it doesn't seem quite as long for me, <laughs> but uh, the uh, people are saying it's been two years. I'm like, oh, maybe since it came out, I, I don't know, um, maybe not quite two, but whatever, it doesn't matter, it's back. Uh, I'm glad that it's back. I, I thought that I, you know, again, I I thought that maybe it wasn't going to come back, but, uh, but it looks like... Uh, looks like it is. So super, uh, super excited to see that. And it's only a couple months away. So that's, that's great. That's, uh, that's really uh, fantastic. Thanks. Thanks, Netflix for doing another season. Okay, uh, one last little thing to play for you. I did find there is a, a very short, um, <laughs> a short short treks, uh, little trailer teaser thing uh, that that was released um, yesterday, yesterday or two days ago. Um, looks like yesterday. This, uh, they're going to be doing a, one of these at least is going to involve the Enterprise and, and Spock and number one uh, with Spock played by Ethan Peck uh, who was on season two of Discovery and Rebecca Romaine playing number one this is from Pike's Enterprise uh, so listen to this and I'll be back in a moment
0: Sir Ensign Spock reporting for duty No need to shout, Ensign Spock I expect you to barrage every crewman you meet with questions, starting with me to the point you become an annoyance. Which OS are these ship's computers running? Do these synthesizers use the Katzman Matrix? Am I becoming an annoyance? Just starting to get a bit heavy. Do you like eggplant?
1: Yeah, so that's fun. Uh, you know, I think the banter there is, is cool. I, I like the idea that Spock's a little bit annoying. It, it makes sense, uh, to a degree. Although I, I question that he'd really be asking questions about the ship. You know, I, I think he would probably be pretty pretty familiar with the Enterprise and what what OS the computers are running and what the synthesizers do. I, you know, he's he's a he's the science officer. He's the expert. You know, in a lot of things. Although he's not the engineer, but Spock knows a lot of stuff, so that, that seems a little bit strange that he'd be asking that. It seems like he'd be asking other things. Uh, but uh, anyway, that is, um, looks like the breakdown. I'm going to pull up a, a quick, give me a second here. I posted it up earlier today on the Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook group. Yeah, so on to- October 10th, there's an episode called The Trouble with Edward uh, on November 14th. Ask not. Maybe that's the Spock one, possibly. I don't know. Not sure which is which. I could probably look it up. But uh, number 12... or Sorry, uh, so that's the 14th. That's not December 12th. The Girl Who Made the Stars' E-Fame and Out. I don't... I think I'm saying that word right. I don't know. Uh, And then January 9th, Children of Mars. So that's the breakdown of what's coming on Short Treks uh, leading up to the Picard series on the 23rd. So basically one a month. They were about... um, Roughly, I guess they were about 15 or so minutes long the first season, so that's probably about what we're going to get this time, too. So, all right, that is it. I'm going to kind of take a break here. There'll be a break inserted, and then I'll come back with um, my uh, impressions of the Joker movie right after I see it. I'm going to make sure I have an app on my phone to record audio, and, uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I think that'll be fun to do. If that doesn't quite work out, I'll just drive home after the movie. I'm only about a half hour from where the movie theater is and then talk about it on the regular uh, podcast mic and all. But it be fun to do it in the car. We'll see how that works out. But in any case, I will talk to you guys all soon in a, in a minute or so. Well, a minute or so for you on the podcast after this um, little break and then uh, a couple hours for me after I see the Joker movie or a couple hours from now, two or three hours. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. So I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Imagine yourself strolling the streets of Coruscant, leading a squadron of elite X Wing pilots, going toe to toe with the Dark Lord of the Sith. You can. All you have to do is crack open a book and listen to the Star Wars Stacks podcast and book club. Each month, your hosts Joe, Chris, and Jen take you on a guided tour of the expanded universe. The hosts begin the reviews with a non spoiler synopsis and analysis. To help you decide whether it's worth a read before sounding a spoiler alert and delving into the story in great detail. Subscribe to the show via iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Find the Star Wars Stacks on Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, and SWStaxShow.com, the Star Wars Stacks Podcast and Book Club. It's fun, it's immersive, it's Star Wars.
1: All right, everyone, this is Rico driving home from the movie theater after uh, Joker. Wait, I better roll up the window a little. <laughs> I don't know how good this sounds, but uh, I was going to just wait till I got home to record my reaction to this movie. But as, as sort of a different kind of a thing and maybe maybe a little interesting, I guess I'll just do it right after the movie. So it's, um, yeah, so I just saw it, uh, and I'd say, you know we'll try to keep this mostly spoiler free um no complete promises on that but uh it was probably a little better and a little more interesting than i thought it was going to be um i mean basically this is the joker and why he is the way he is and i it's to call it an origin story i, I don't know it's i think I, I always think origin stories in comics and stuff like that are supposed to mean like some specific thing happens that you know changes somebody you know into a villain or a hero or or whatever and the interesting thing I thought about this movie is it's not just sort of one thing it's it's multiple things um and uh and, and I guess it works you know the guy is uh you know he's obviously um messed up mentally whatever for a lot of reasons that you see in this movie and and I think this movie is also definitely uh, something, a sign of the times, because, uh, you know, there are so many, seems to be many, um, you know, bad things that happen these days in the world, and shootings, and, and uh, people with, you know, mental problems, and, and just messed up situations that... This movie, I think, is definitely trying to use that, and and there's also a little bit of the have and the have-nots, the rich versus everyone else. Um, I guess one thing, one thing about that that I I want to comment on a little bit, and related to the movie and in general, is is I always think these things kind of oversimplify, you know, situations and things that I think people are more much more complicated than than these kinds of things try to do or show um oh you know some bad things happen so guy flips out well bad things happen there's i think there's a line even in the movie where um you know bad things happen to everybody uh that it doesn't always you know make someone go bad and turn into a joker right so so and and but but in this movie you know they they kind of try to say that and also they're um they're also trying to kind of say a little bit like that that you know a lot of people would go along with that like like everyone else would just follow in or a lot of people would follow in and and take this guy as almost sort of a uh a hero to them a little bit and it's interesting and to think about um let me i feel like i digressed a little bit away from the movie in a way but um the um the thing that i wanted to say about it is um that, uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, his performance is obviously great. I, you know, good good job by that. And, you know, scary good, almost like, you know, is he acting? Is he really like that? I don't know. Oh, one little comment, you know. I saw this couple bring in, this movie's rated R. This movie is not for little kids. Um, even teenagers, I feel like, meh. You know, but th- this couple sits pretty close to where I am. And they bring in probably a little boy who is maybe... Uh, he's probably not even 10 years old, maybe 8, 9, or 10, somewhere in there. And, and I wanted to just. I, I, the father instincts in me wanted to say, like, you really are bringing. And I, this is even before the movie started. And uh, I, I really wanted to say, like, hang on one second. Uh, I, I was like, you bring a kid to this movie, really, people? This, this isn't like cartoon joke or cartoon Batman stuff here. And, and some I uh, you know this movie's rated R and some nasty things happen in it and, and they were talking to each other the the mom and the dad of this kid during it and I and I thought kind of I don't know maybe about three quarters into the movie that they were going to maybe leave but they didn't and uh I don't know I that's just that's just this isn't a kid's movie you know people come on e- even for somebody like me a seasoned comic book reader um you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that I saw it. It was interesting. Uh, it, I, I, probably will never watch it again. I, uh, you know, the the message, the the message is very, very simple in a way. I feel. You know, you got a mentally, uh, a, a mentally uh, disturbed person who has a lot of issues. The the society kind of fails him, and then he turns into this, you know, nutcase. A little, you know, not a little, but a lot. Um. And it's a bit of an extreme thing, of course, obviously, but um, uh, it, it's it, the biggest thing I could, I guess, I could say is it's just a, uh, it's an interesting movie. I again, I, I think um, for a non-comic fan, I, I don't know how much enjoyment you get out of this movie. I don't think it's the kind of movie you really enjoy, but you kind of watch it more as a, it's almost like a documentary news story in, in a way of, of uh, I mean, not that it's not cinematic in the way it's done. I, I, I feel actually. You know that as as a craft in the way they did the movie, film, music, uh, or sorry, film, uh, photography, um, music, uh, look, style, and all that was really interesting. Actually, a lot of that um, uh, I think that they they chose well and how to do that. And uh, but at at the end of the day, you're watching two two hours, a little more than two hours of of a, of a, a nut job, and and it's not even really that. I mean, he's he's a nut job in the whole movie. Like I said earlier, it's not like something sets him off. So, um, boy, I don't know if that's a recommendation or not. I it was in it very um, uh, makes you kind of think kind of a movie, but I I don't need a, a movie like this to tell me that you know there are problems in the world, people aren't getting. You know, hey, if anything, you know, these movies make me think, or this kind of a movie makes me think, you know, be nice to, you know, people, see how they're doing, talk to people, Um, care about people. Uh, Here's the Rico soapbox, but the, um, I feel like my mouth's a little dry because I've been talking and I ate a whole bucket of popcorn, which was good. Um, But, um, but yeah, it was, it was really about what I expected it to be. Uh, There weren't very many surprises uh and um it it, like i said uh, the um i i probably liked it a little bit more in a way than i thought i would i i thought i would come out of it and say well that was stupid or or you know but uh it was it was well done i i i think i'd feel better if there was another movie right after it that was batman versus the joker and uh you know but uh but anyway and there are a little connections in you know to batman in this movie there there had to be kind of um i wasn't sure if they were going to do that but um but they did and uh that that part i thought was was pretty pretty cool the way they did that stuff so um yeah so that's my take Uh, i hope you guys enjoyed this i'll probably put a tag on this when i get home at the end uh just just to wrap up today's podcast but uh yeah, this definitely is not a movie for everyone. I, I feel like if you're a pretty heavy-duty comic book fan and, and and this kind of stuff, yeah, see it. Uh, it's certainly violent and intense, and it, it is not uh, not for the faint of heart, uh, that's for sure. And, and definitely, you know, don't don't take little kids to see it. Not that I think anyone listening to Treks and Sci-Fi is gonna do something like that. That's um, yeah, it's it's just no. Just don't. But um, all right, there's my brief, for pretty much spoiler-free, mostly spoiler-free review of Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And somebody is really loving to tailgate me, <laughs> so I'm going to sign off. I'll talk to you guys in in a bit. I'm going to take a probably quick break here between uh, putting this into the uh, podcast and then finishing out the show. All right, I'm back uh, back home, back in the safety of the Rico cave. Uh, <laughs> Hope you guys like that little different uh, take on a movie review. Out right after seeing it, uh, I, I, yeah, I, uh, I, I thought it was a very interesting movie. Is probably the most I could say about it, um, but definitely not for everyone. That that's a very, a very specialized kind of a movie. But um, glad I saw it. Probably I'll never watch it again. Like I said, eh, maybe once, way in the distant future. So, who knows? All right, that's about it for this week, folks. I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, this uh, was a fun show to do. Uh, really excited for. Picard and season three of Discovery, Lost in Space season two. Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of great stuff coming. Of course, we have still have The Mandalorian premiering in about a month on on November 12th on Disney+. Plus. Everybody's got their own streaming network. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, signing off now. Next week, I'll probably be a guest. Actually, sorry, uh, repeat that. I, I'm changing the October schedule because I decided to do this show. So Next week, I think I'm going to talk uh, about—I've been uh, getting a little bit on a nostalgia kick lately, and uh, I think I want to do another show about like some 80s TV shows, maybe things you guys have forgotten about. Pick a few, maybe ones that I haven't talked about before, maybe ones that I have, but I want to revisit. But we'll do that next week. Uh, On the 20th of October, it'll be a guest show, and then on the 27th— will be a my uh, annual uh, vidcast for Halloween so uh, that's about it folks take care have a great week enjoy some of the new TV coming on we got Batwoman uh, Supergirl tonight uh, we have flash on Tuesday arrow doesn't start till next week well I talked about all about the fall TV last week so take care and we'll talk to you again soon bye